Gamers, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm James D'Amato, your host and Game Master. This week we're going to be playing Flip Tales, which is halfway between a party game and a role-playing game. Flip Tales focuses on simplicity and approachability, making it a great game to play with folks who have never played games before or kids. Flip Tales is currently up on Kickstarter, so if you like what you hear here and you're looking for a game to have on your shelf for when younger folks or people who are totally new to role-playing show up, be sure to follow the link in the show notes and check it out. Before we get to that, though, I want to remind everybody that the 2018 One-Shot Patreon drive is still going on, and we're just $300 away from completing the entire Binbon and Jubna 2 arc. If you like One Shot, Campaign, or any of the shows that we have on our network, be sure to head over to patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast and lend us your support. I'm hoping we can unlock To Bin Bon To Jubna Part 4 this week. And if that's not enough incentive for you, I can guarantee you that this month's One Shot Book Club is going to be incredible. You can sign up to receive it, audio bonus content, and so much more over at patreon.com slash oneshotpodcast. One of the things our Patreon makes possible is all of the new shows that we've managed to add this year. And we've got a new one coming up for you. That's Session Zero. That's run by my good friends Steve Discount and Porter Green. Steve and Porter are both psychologists, and they're going to be examining role-playing games through the lens of psychology. I've already had the pleasure of listening to a couple episodes, and the discussions are incredible. If you're curious about a more academic perspective on role-playing games, you'll definitely want to check out Session Zero. Session Zero premieres this Tuesday, meaning tomorrow if you're listening to One Shot on the day it comes out. Be sure to head to your favorite podcatcher and subscribe to Session Zero as soon as you can. And with all of that out of the way, I'll see you in the mid-roll, heroes. Alright heroes, let's meet our party for this week. First up is somebody that you gotta be familiar with by now because she's on a lot of episodes. And that's that's Mel Fox. No, that's Mel D'Amato, oh! my new wife. Oh. <laughs> wow. I did it right the first time. You wanna take that again? Mm, I feel like we're already in the episode. Okay. <laughs> wow. Alright, that was your choice, future James editing this. <laughs> so please welcome Mel D'Amato. <laughs> Hey. Hey, baby. Hey. <laughs> Flip Tales is kind of a combination between a role-playing game and a party game. Mm. Um, one of the thoughts behind it is it's something that people who are not super familiar with role-playing can jump into really quickly. And it's a type of game that you'd even be able to play with kids. Uh, so it's going to be very freeform. Great. The question that I have for you is, mm-hmm. do you have any pl- projects to plug at all or things that you want people to know about? Do I? There are a lot of greyhounds that are losing their jobs in oh, Florida. Yeah, so could, that's uh, a that's a interest of mine right now. Um, in the next two years, dog racing in Florida is being shut down, and various racetracks will be shutting down their operations, and there will be hundreds, if not thousands, of homeless greyhounds. We're talking and millions of homeless greyhounds. Millions. Billions, even billions, perhaps uh, trillions of homeless here's some greyhounds. some great facts about greyhounds. They sleep eighteen hours a day. They don't run too much. Also, they're real soft. Very soft dogs. Extremely, I like wait for real though. For real, mm-hmm. way softer than I expected. Okay, so that's Mel's plug. Think about greyhounds. <laughs> Next up, we're going to introduce somebody that you might remember from ages ago. I think the last episode we had you on, 
gosh, I can't even remember the name of the game. It was, I think you were a superhero fighting thing. It was something like that. Yeah, it was I, a long time ago. It's Faith D'Amato. Hey, guys. Uh, my sister. Yeah, the better of the D'Amato children. <laughs> well, only according to our mother. Uh, <laughs> Faith, uh, I, I'm very excited to have you on this one, uh, especially because like, I feel like you have played several freeform type games yeah. with one shot. Yeah, we did like all out of bubblegum and dread. That's the one with the Jenga box. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jenga box. Jenga, Jenga tower. Box. I'm very tired. Yeah. It seems like you're pretty tired, which is not great news heading into this recording. This is going to be <laughs> some time. Uh, but yeah, but actually, one of the reasons that I'm excited about Flip Tales is I think it is the kind of game that you might be able to pick up. Great. Yeah. Can I win at it? Uh, yes, actually, you can. Great. Uh, oh, in man. the rule book, it states uh, players win by getting to the end of the game. Oh, God. Or, or oh. win by getting to the end of the story, I should okay. say. So, so this isn't competitive. But you can die. So you're going to want to watch out for that. Interesting. Mm. Uh, but, but our next guest is uh, someone that I'm super excited to have on the show. Uh, that's that's our good friend, David Blue. David. Hi. Welcome to One Shot. Thanks for having me. I'm the only D'Amato not at the table. Yeah. Well. The only I mean, non-D'Amato at, at the, the table. Too, too late. Jet lag is fun. <laughs> Uh, yeah, David and Faith are jet lagged because they're LA people and we're in Colorado right now. Nobody's in their proper time zone. No. So it's going to be. I and he also a... just got back from London. So he yeah. has no idea what day it is. Nope. This is uh, going to be a very loopy game, I think. <laughs> um, but I actually I, I should offer the opportunity to both uh, Faith and David. Uh, do you have any plugs that you want to drop on our mm. audience? This episode is going to be coming out dangerously soon. Oh, Ooh. in that case, no. Mm. <laughs> My Christmas movie, 12 Days of Giving, should be airing right now or soon mm. near you on it's... any channels. Um, my, it's a movie. My other movie, Concessionaires Must movie. Die. Stan Lee's The Concessionaires Must Die should be on demand on all platforms. Lear's Shadow, I don't know, so that doesn't count. Oh, and I'll be on the new season of Henry Danger. Yeah, yeah. look out for that. Thanks to these guys, actually. Yeah, an audition yeah. that he booked by shooting his audition at the One Shot Studio. So. A new advertisement for the show. <laughs> we are now offering... <laughs> yeah, if you need to film an audition and you're in Chicago, you let us know. Yeah, the, yeah. the, the people at Nickelodeon well. said that it was the best uh, taped audition they've ever seen. So, and it yeah. had nothing to do with me. No. Well, Henry Danger fans, I think, are going to be excited about that upcoming appearance. But right now, we've got to focus on Flip Tales. The way Flip Tales works is you are going to pick a species mm. and a class, I suppose. Mm. I, I know that uh, the game calls it an ability, mm-hmm. um, but it essentially provides you with like extra things uh, that you can do. So first off, we're going to have y'all pick species. Uh, I'm just going to list them off for you. I don't know if these are going to be the final list of species in the game or if they're going to add more. There is humanoid. And Boring. can each mm-hmm. of us only pick, or can only uh, one person have one? Thing? Exactly, Got because it, okay. we only have one of each card. Uh, Who's on the dog? Humanoid. Insectoid, mm. nucleoid, oh. geoid, oh. crustaceoid. Okay, I'm allergic to that. Me too. Saranoid oh. and wingoid. Oh, there's no puppy. No puppy. Brutal. Taking a wingoid. Oh. Saranoid. <laughs> All right. That being a uh, snake. Snake geoid. Snake. Geoid. Okay. Um. 
So on the back of that card, uh, it gives you your number of coins. For example, the insectoid here has two red strength coins, three orange magic coins, and two smart coins, which are going to be purple in in our version of this game. Got it. So please grab from the bowl in the center of the table your coins. Just from the description, I feel like I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> There are too many abilities for me to possibly read them all out on air. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pop the abilities in the middle of the table and y'all are going to be able to pick through and choose which one you want. Okay, so everybody has now selected their species and their ability, uh, which means I'm going to go around to each one of you and we're going to meet these characters. Uh, Hun, let's start with you. Cool. Uh, What did you pick? I picked a geoid botanist. Okay, so uh, please physically describe your character because I, I have ideas in my head of already what they might look like. Sure, my geoid botanist, uh, obviously geoid comes from geode. They are made, I believe that, I think, I see them as they are made of the stones that grow inside of geodes. They're just, they look kind of crystalline. You can see some of the rocks that they've grown from scattered throughout. Maybe they cover their shoulders or um, different places of the body, but they also carry with them kind of a shroud if they need a disguise at any point Mm -hmm. or to, you know, not throw their rocks around. I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Now, now geodes uh, sort of have like these jagged outcroppings and and little recesses and whatnot Mm -hmm. i'm wondering do you keep dirt in those and grow flowers out of yourself oh absolutely yes okay okay so i've I've got the tone of this character now i think i'm covered in little flowers and creeping vines very Mm. cool what is your character's name oh boy guys think of a name You gotta think of a name. It's always the hardest part of role playing. You didn't tell me to think of a name. I, it, it, it is my fault. Willow. Is there anything else about Willow uh, that you think people should know? Like uh, you, you've got the cloak or tarp that they wear to mm-hmm. like conceal themselves, but it, is there anything else distinct about them? Visually speaking, I think I think Willow has, has a lot of earth tones on their body, mm-hmm. um, but they like to keep brightly colored flowers on themselves and you mentioned this was a geode type person yes so is so there the, like a crystal yeah there's is... mul- there's many crystals okay. and those are all colors a veritable rainbow very very cool yes uh well let's move on faithy what combination did you pick okay so i'm a saroid uh performer all right uh so saroid performer what what does your character look like so the saroid race, I guess, the species. Um, spe- uh, species. They, they call them, actually, in this game, creature. Great. So the saroid creature looks, they're like kind of snake-like, mm-hmm. but they have little baby T-Rex arms. Okay. And a lot of them, to speed up their mode of transportation, have little uh, wheelchair wheels um, so they can zoom around like so a So wait, they still boy. use the arms to move? They uh, don't slither? Yeah, no, they don't. It looks like he has a little wheelchair and he's just a speedy little boy. Okay. Yeah. All right. So non-slithering creature that, that, that gets by on essentially a hoverboard. Yeah. 
Yeah, right. it's it's kind of like one of those little funky duck things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm all sorts of pretty snaky colors. Like I've got greens and reds and all sorts of diamond patterns. I'm very pretty. Mm-hmm. And my character's name is Snakey Snake. Now, are you sure about that? Because <laughs> I do have to be here with you the whole time. Can I not be a snakey snake? Snakey snake. Okay, great. Snakey snake. But you have to say it dumb like that. <laughs> I don't think I do. I, in fact, I think I get paid too much to do that. So Snakey is a performer. What sort of performances do they do? Snakey? I was going to say something like uh, the, the freestyle rapper, but I feel like Oh, yeah, you would, would have, have to, to do, do that, that, and I would and make you do it a lot and often. Happen. Snakey Snake is a... Uh, a performance art performer uh, Faith, similar actually, to like... Uh, can you please say your name right? Yeah, Snake a Snake. There we go. Snake a Snake is actually... Like, I guess, like Adam Sandler was saying it, that's what you picked. <laughs> and I'm just letting people know that that's what Faith picked. That's what she wanted for herself in this fantasy universe where everything is possible. She wanted Adam Sandler <laughs> saying the word snake. <laughs> so she's kind of... I'm kind of like a uh, performance artist performer okay. similar to like Yoko Ono. Mm-hmm. So, like, she does a lot of, like, cut piece type things and a lot of, like, screaming into the microphone. Okay. Like Steven Tyler almost? No. Like Yoko Ono. (laughs) Don't get it wrong, David. Uh, Okay, great. Let's move on to David. David, what combination did you choose? Uh, I am a wingoid elementalist. Mm. All right. Uh, So, wingoids uh, are kind of like bird people. Mm Mm-hmm. Tell us, what is an elementalist? Like, what sort of look does your character have? Uh, I am a black and gold harpy eagle type. So even though I am small, I am one of the deadliest birds and can carry much more than my weight. And my name is Plucky. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Love it. (laughs) And as an elementalist, I have focused on mastering the elements and using them to thwart my enemies and do cool stuff. Very cool. Do uh, wingoids wear much clothing? Uh, Don't need it. We got the feathers. Yeah, they're kind of just natural. So so are you like bird person Do you have hands or is it just the wings and your beak? Pretty much just the wings and the beak. Um, I do. I can. You wear don't have things. to go by what's on the card. That's just a suggestion. Oh, yeah, yeah, like I can. Like sometimes, you know, because I might need things for the elementalism. Elementalism. Mm-hmm. Elementalism. Mm-hmm. Like pouches and backpacks and what have you. But that just goes over my my feathers. Okay, so sort of like a '90s comic book character covered in pouches, and... <laughs> but not creepy like Dark Crystal. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Well, we've got our team then. I have good news for you guys. You are going to be playing your game in Brewerville. Brewerville is an industrial age city, not unlike those you read about in history books, but filled with magical creatures like yourself. Steam and gunpowder were just invented, and folks still use oil lanterns to read at night. The town is famous for their spicy jalapeno ale and the pumpkin-sized peppers that it's made from. You all work on one of the pepper farms and are gathered at the local alehouse for the inaugural Farmers Union meeting. Introduce yourselves to each other and any unique skills you bring to the table. So, I picture this. You're at the Farmers Local 420 Union. It's your first time, you know, sort of like 
meeting in the union. I think uh, this is the very first union meeting that this city has had for their farmers. It's some, a right that you've just very recently won. So you haven't really got to engage with a lot of other workers. Usually, you know, if you had factory uh, positions where, you know, that was involved in deseeding the peppers and whatnot, uh, you would just go right to the factory line and you would have very, very short breaks where you wouldn't get to talk to people. And if you were in the fields picking things all day or whatnot, you really didn't get much time for socialization. So this is your first chance to meet other people in this farming position. I'm going to say there is a tray of, of pigs in a blanket that have mostly been picked through and a punch bowl. And everybody's got name tags on. Actual pigs or is this that BS hot dog thing? Oh, they're small pigs. Thank you. It's a small, boneless form of pig. Oh, um, that sort of like take uh, the place of cockroaches in the setting, but they taste like bacon. That's I'm, why I come to these meetings, guys. I'm curious <laughs> that you asked that question. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to world building. <laughs> Worst dreams and nightmares flow together in the magical realm of fantasy. Can you survive? Are there a lot of other people in this room? Uh, there are. Like, like 60, 69-ish. 69 other people, yeah. I would say. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was hoping for a larger crowd, something closer to 420. But y'all have gone uh, to pick up those last pigs of the blanket, and you've just all sort of gravitated the same table at the same time. Great. Do we touch um, each other's hands as we reach for yes, the Yes, you do. Um, but <laughs> since my arms are little baby arms, I'm kind of like leaning my whole face Towards so we touch bowl. your so, face, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's an awkward touch on my face. Ah, oh, excuse me. That was oh, I I'm, felt a little I'm close. So, I'm but. so sorry. It's okay. Um, excuse me. It's okay. What happened just, to your arms? Wow, that's wow, an that's, incredibly rude question. Sorry. That's kind of rude. I'm, that's, I'm not I mean, used to little teeny arms. On creatures things. I feel right. Yeah, uh, that I was pretty rude. Just met you, and I already feel incredibly attacked. I'm sorry. I don't spend a lot of time on the ground. I'm mostly up in the air, except for when I have to work. I'm just not used to seeing whatever those things are. Well, wow, you're obviously in the those things wrong are. neighborhoods. How about we go over here? Yeah, I'm sorry. Let me put it. Hi, I'm I'm plucky. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a bird. As you could probably tell. Wow, oh. what are those weird things sticking off your body? Wow, Feathers. they're huge. That's thank so you. weird. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, what a freak. I appreciate that. I Thank you. Oh my God, you guys are so nice. I'm so glad that I came to this meeting. Hmm. I'm Snakey Snake. Oh, I'm hi. Snakey Snake. Snakey Snake. Snakey Snake. That's I... a beautiful name. Thank you. What does it mean? You're welcome. Uh, it was my grandfather's name. Wow. It's a family name. Yeah. So the, are you Snakey Snake the second, junior, third? I'm, I'm the fourth. You're the fourth. Yeah. But it's still just Snakey Snake. Yeah. Got it. Because mm. if you were to pronounce all of them, it would just be ridiculous. Wait a minute. Sorry. I've been overhearing and uh, sort of listening in on the conversation. So you say it's your grandfather's name, but you are the fourth. Yeah. So that doesn't line up chronologically. If it was your grandfather, your dad would be the second and you should be the third. So they snuck another one in there. He's my grandfather's name and all of the firstborn cousins have that name. It's a proud family name. Okay. So you're the second cousin born in sequence in the previous generation. There were no cousins. Correct. Okay. (laughs) Well, I feel like we've cleared up the whole (laughs) thing then. Oh, my, my, my name is Willow. Hi, oh, Willow. Hello, hello. Hi. I like I, um, all of your sparklies. 
Thank you. I I like flowers. Oh, that's you? I thought that was a coat. Yeah. That's actually you. Yeah, it's all me. Wow. Mm-hmm. All me. I mean, I do have a cloak behind me, but... Um, it's very pretty. Thank you. I, I really like all the creeping flowers and vines. and They kind of hold me together. Literally? Oh, like figuratively, like emotionally, they hold you together. Is it an emotional support vine or is it actually keeping you as one thing? Little column A, little column B. Fascinating. Mm-hmm. Sorry, my name's Garbo. I'm a big man. <laughs> Mm. Uh, oh! Wow! Is this stand a, in front of the pigs in the blanket. Is quick. this offensive? <laughs> Why would it be offensive that we're different creatures? Okay. Yeah. 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 That's clear. <laughs> <laughs> he does look like just a large. I want to point out that he is a pig man, so he's got a blobby pink pig body, uh, but also like human hands and human feet, and he does wear like a toga. Uh, essentially, but he looks exactly like the little pigs in the blanket, and the pigs in the blanket also have human hands and human feet. <laughs> oh, so, so um, my character's actually a vegetarian. So as we're talking, I'm reaching up and having these little pigs in the blanket and just peeling off the the pastry part and eating that and just leaving I'll the pigs that. back on the tray. The doughy little pig bodies just sort of flop limply <laughs> on the tray. Ah, oh. And I grab every single one and eat it. Oh. <laughs> and when he pops it in his mouth, it's not the crunching of no. bones, but like there's a there's a crunch that accompanies mm. it. Like a squish. Like, like a like, sausage like, casing getting broken. Like, yeah. yeah. That's my favorite part, actually. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm just going to... I'm gonna go over here. Yeah. I well, no, wait, 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 wait. What do you do on the farm? Well, I'm I'm a botanist, so I I help nurture the plants. Okay, okay. I move manure. No, oh. I'm a performer. I I do several performance art pieces okay, for the yeah, plants but what's to your, help what's them your, grow. What's your day job for the farm? I I do performance art pieces to help the plants grow. Perform it's it's a proven fact that uh, plants grow better when there are certain performance arts performed to them on a daily basis. Uh huh. So you're like one of the people out in the field screaming into microphones. <laughs> it's incredibly important work. I it's not good for my nerves. I don't <laughs> I don't want to say that you don't deserve to be here or you shouldn't have a job, but I go out. I have heart problems. <laughs> I'm a pig man. Have that also can be treated with performance art. Well, uh, my doctor you, says here, here's the, the stressful conditions under which I work are not good for my heart. Put, put so. on some clothing and go up onto a stage and invite people from the audience to cut little pieces of your clothing off. It'll fix that right up. Yeah, great, good, good for the plants. What do you do? <laughs> um, I actually directly help. I I help. As I don't like to admit this in mixed company, but I'm an elementalist. Um, I'm, I'm able to. Are you okay? Did something go down the wrong pipe? <laughs> the pig man starts choking. Oh God! What do we do when a pig man eats a pig? Uh, I use my <laughs> snaky body to slither around him. Great! So this is going to be uh, our first uh, action of the game. And for that, you are going to need to make a strength check. Uh, Now, if you've got a skill that you think should accompany it, you can add that skill. You only have access to your level one skill, right? What's the title of your level one? A Samba Strike. Ooh, that might actually... It might. In the midst of a dazzling dance, the performer delivers a punishing blow to their foe. So if, if I'm trying to squeeze him hard enough to 
do the Heimlich maneuver. So Maybe that would as work. long as you describe this as part of a dance, I will allow it. Great. Um, that should add a bonus to this flip. So you'll be taking whatever your base strength uh, coins are mm-hmm. and adding however many bonus coins. So do I start describing it or do uh, I flip first? I want you to flip first because I want to know how well this goes. Sure. And I just... Sweet do I flip, flip them one by one? So, I mean, just... Okay. Ah. Do, the, do one of those, so boys. I'm going to move. Whoa. I went everywhere. I got... Ooh. O's are good. X's are bad. Oh. 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 Oh, no. Well, he's dead now. Oh. <laughs> okay. So I got... You had to say he was choking. <laughs> I got... <laughs> Five X's and one O. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Can I try something? Sure. What are you gonna try? Um So actually first we need Faith to describe her action. Oh no. So please describe the elaborate dance that studies have shown help medical procedures. So I am so excited to spring into action and to prove to all these fools that performance art is a legitimate form of treating any and everything. So I start to shake out of my wheelchair and I, and I get little maracas out of my purse and my little baby arms. And I'm like, <laughs> no, are these full size maracas or oh, are no, these they're tiny... proportionate to my body, to my, uh, my <laughs> to your hands. arms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they're little, they're just little. And, and I'm getting like very into this music that I'm producing. I'm like, yes, this is my, this is my beat. Mm-hmm. And and I start to lose a little focus about what I'm doing. <laughs> so he's over there choking in so the you're corner. Finding and your I'm, bliss. I'm finding my bliss. I'm so happy right now. I'm I'm just shaking and shaking and swirling around. And I just start swirling around the table in this like elaborate dance. Meanwhile, and I'm, the pig man is yeah. <laughs> And I I finish with a big and I throw the maracas and I and I just land on the ground on the floor and I'm rolling around just so in the moment and so artistic. <laughs> no, oh, that I'm, was so good. You said you were going to try something. <laughs> yep. Uh, so while our pig man friend is about to pass out, I imagine at some point he's kind of bent over trying to deal with this situation. Mm-hmm. In a moment when they're bent over, I want to summon a sapling Great. Um, I Willow sprints forward, kind of dashes tentatively underneath them and presses a seed into the ground. And moments later, a tree bursts forth mm-hmm. from the ground and punches him in the stomach to force. Sounds the like item you're trying to solve this problem with magic. Yes. Uh, this would be a magic flip. And because you incorporated your skill, of using the sapling, you are going so you'll be rolling, you'll be flipping all of those, uh-huh. and you'll be adding two more because you're using your level one skill. Oh, do I have to get more O's than X's, or what? So are we looking it's at here? Uh, it's just based on how many O's you actually get. So you got three O's, mm-hmm. and while she's doing that, I'm going to contribute by doing something as well. Oh yeah, yeah. What so uh, was your plan, here. David? Um, I'm just going to hit him on the back. Great. Wow. <laughs> Should I do a strength? Oh, here we go. <laughs> yeah, that feels like a strength check right there. Mm, okay. Sure, take the so easy way out. <laughs> you, uh, 
Hun, I, yep. I have some bad news. Great. Uh, you, Is he trapped in a tree now? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, you plant this seed right under him. Uh, you You do, like, for, for botany, uh, because, like, anybody can plant a seed, but you obviously can make a tree grow instantaneously. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what makes it so uh, that your tree grows quickly? Are you saying magic words, or are you doing uh, Naruto-style hand gestures? Um. um. I I whisper to the seed. You whisper uh, to the seed. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the the crystals on your body start to glow. Uh, mm-hmm. There's a faint hue that even comes out from underneath your cape and the seed grows in uh, glows in kind. You plant it in the ground and then instantaneously a beautiful tree shoots up out of the ground. Uh, what does this tree look like? Is it a normal looking tree or is it... Magical in some way. What kind of a room? Are we in a room or are we outdoors right now? You are in a community center that has dirt floors. Uh, so Fools. How tall is the ceiling? I'm going to say good 20 feet. Oh, then we have plenty of room. I assume my willow would say, well, it's not a big room, so I shouldn't plant a really big tree. Uh, I'll just, I'll plant like a, a small birch tree. Mm-hmm. That'll do it because yeah. it it, sh- it should be strong enough to like push on his tummy and force him to cough and maybe get that out of his throat. Great. So a full on birch springs up out of the ground mm-hmm. and this pig man is now stuck choking <laughs> the inside the, the tree. tree. <laughs> I'm going to fly up and just give him a tap on the back. All right. That is going to be a strength skill. It's not, it's not any part of that. So. Not any part of that. Three O's. Three O's. Okay. Um, so at the top of the tree, you bap uh, this pig man on its back, uh, this half-chewed pig in a blanket, which if you thought they looked gnarly before, <laughs> oh, brother, do they look bad when they're chewed up, shoots out of his mouth. Then you hear a creak and some of the branches break and the pig man falls out of the tree. Smash cut to a police station. <laughs> The three of you are handcuffed to a table. Uh, There is a detective uh, and a coroner sitting across the table from you. Um, So since my arms are super short, I'm just very close up to the table. But kind of laying on the table, I'm still in bliss by the performance that I did earlier. Mm, Good, good. You're going to need that. Uh, So my medical opinion is uh, that uh, probably... You know, the choking did prevent him from from dying of asphyxiation. But after studying the body of this pig man, I I do believe that uh, he wasn't killed falling out of the tree either. But it seems before he died, he witnessed a very flamboyant dance, uh, which was too much for his heart. I don't know if you're familiar with pig men at all, but uh, any sort of performance art is just too much on their nerves. And is really not medically recommended. I get for that. Them. Dance is incredibly powerful. Good. So we've got somebody who understands mm. here. Um, because you three were involved in the incident, and the way our admittedly very bad Good Samaritan <laughs> laws work in this state, you are financially and legally responsible for the death of this pig man now is the law bad absolutely is it unfair unjust unconstitutional even of course but here we are well 
I mean, yeah. I can throw a benefit performance in his honor. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Because of the destruction to the ground uh, in the rec center itself, because of the cost of, you know, the medical examination of the pig man, the fact that he was not insured, and, you know, his eventual death and, and funeral arrangements, you owe 450,000 gold pieces. So, you know, just hand that over. I'm sure... Well, I mean, I just helped get the pig in a blanket out of his throat, so I feel like maybe there's been a mix-up. Yeah, up. but that's not how the Again, laws yeah, work. Yeah, the laws work. They're very that. bad and make no sense, but here we are, and you three are the three that are responsible. And we'll tell you what, since I, since I just kind of did that little last bit there, I'll, I'll contribute to gold, and then you guys can just take care of the rest? Yeah, no, that doesn't that doesn't feel spiritually right with me. <laughs> Willow kind of... Can, can we have a moment to, to gather our ourselves on this just oh sure 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 you you can have the room thank you thank you so much thank you such an accommodating police station so i have an idea Mm -hmm. uh i have this ability called flower power (laughs) okay um i could fill this whole place with flowers and it would stop literally everyone in here in their tracks and we could just walk out but aren't we chained to the desk? Hey, sorry, sorry, excuse me. Uh, sorry, I'm over the intercom. Uh, there's a one, a two-way mirror in here, and we, we do hear everything that you say while you... You do have the room. You said we had sure. privacy. No, I said you had the room. Well, Didn't, that's rude. I did he, say... He has us there. You had the room. We... Guys, <laughs> I like you. I like you guys. We would find you. We would find you, right? You'd get found. You'd fill the place with flowers. Ah, whatever. We'd, we'd find you. Now, th- this did happen at our trying. union meeting. Is the union going to help us at all in this? Oh, yeah. Union uh, says that they do not have your back on this. They've actually used this incident. They've written off culpability for this incident in, in exchange for performance art no longer being a, a job. <laughs> That's a, That farm. is a fair trade. What? There but were, how are the trees going to grow? You were the only performance artist, <laughs> apparently. And again, I don't know why I, as the police detective, know this. <laughs> you were the only performance artist. Most of that meeting after you left was complaints about you <laughs> and your position at the farm. It it feels hurtful that they admitted me to the union just to talk about my performance I art. think they wanted you there. Which is cruel. Which I think, as a police officer, it's my professional opinion, that that is cruel. I'm going to need a minute. I think I need to dance this out. All right, you have the oh, room. Oh, God. Are there any pigmen nearby? It's a police station, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> how, how Describe to me the um, layout of the police station. You so will. you are in a small room that has like a steel door with like kind of a thick glass window. And there is a one-way mirror kind of wall on one side there is a single lamp in the middle of the room that's dangling from uh from a wire and it does have like a little gas bulb in it that uh, has a little fire inside it's flickery and the steel door leads into the rest of the station yes and we're all handcuffed you said uh yeah you're handcuffed to the table uh mechanic question we can use any level of these so no you can only use first level spells uh so Uh, you don't have the second level ability yet because we're uh, only level one the reason that i stopped you from doing that uh, you will level up at the end of this segment, though, and 
get your level uh, two abilities. In that case, I have nothing to contribute. Um, so I am actually going to dance out my feelings right now mm-hmm. and again use my Samba strike to try to break the glass that we can then maybe cool. So like you... break my break my the, the okay. The, so it's going to break your handcuffs as well. So this is a glass. very elaborate dance. Well, I have a I have a question about your Samba strike. Yeah. Does it provide? Does it? Do like performance for a room? Could it change someone's mood? No, uh, it's pretty much just about hurting people. Really? <laughs> the th- yeah, the miss of the, it's a dazzling dance, but it delivers a punishing blow to their foe. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Uh, so I will allow this. I'm going to say this is of medium difficulty, which means I need to see four successes. Oh, fuck me. Well, Sorry. I are we allowed to? Well, yeah. Before. Should we find out what happens if we don't have the money first? Real fast, I call out. Hey, what happens if we can't pay just hypothetically? Oh, we just dock your pay until the the bill is settled. I forget because I don't have my contract in front of me. What is my pay? Um, Gosh, well, you know, I shouldn't have access to this as a police detective. (laughs) But we do have your pay stubs here. It seems like you get 23 gold a week, which, hey, that's pretty good. It's going to be a while. You know, actually... If that's the case, I'm not going to do this because I was recently fired and am unemployed. So there's really nothing to garnish. So I'll just do that. Well, then we send you to debtor's prison. I'm sorry. We dock their pay as they do have jobs and you'd go to a debtor's prison. I have curiosity, sir. Is there anything that we can say or do to change your mind or the court's court's mind? Hey, guys. uh, Community service, maybe? Perhaps get a liberal to do a podcast about our plight? Sure, I guess there are podcasts in this world. <laughs> this world that we've sort of established <laughs> has <laughs> gas-powered lamps and is in the Industrial Revolutionary. We do still have podcasts, so that would be a great <laughs> media platform for you to go to and explain your plight. Look, you're, you're, this is just me telling you guys what's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of more elaborate court cases around this. And, you know, this is just the just the start of things. It's just the legal opinion of the state is that you did this. And Wait, if you... Uh, excuse me. Yeah. Oh, I want a lawyer. <laughs> Great. We'll smash cut you to a lawyer. Great. <laughs> uh, so I think that ends the first scene and you guys do get to level up. Oh, yeah. Um, so you have your access to your level two abilities now. You need to get 460,000 gold pieces in order to pay off your debt to society. But you have just uh, asked for a lawyer. So we are going to uh, go to the Lawyers Guild. Uh, I need a detail from each of you of what this Lawyers Guild looks like from the outside. It's covered in the skulls of the people they couldn't defend. Yeah, so they sort of covered this guild in skulls and you might think oh this is a good lawyer's guild there probably aren't a lot of skulls of people that they weren't able to defend but no the way this lawyer's <laughs> guild apparently and again the words melchos were people that they couldn't defend so it's not that <laughs> these are cases that these lawyers lost it is these are people that the lawyer's guild for whatever reason said no we're not going to defend you then after that person died, they sought out their skull and used it to build their guild, I guess as a form of advertisement, going like, hey, you got to use the lawyer's guild because if you don't, eventually you become a skull. Yes. And then right at the entrance is an etching 
of one of the lawyers saying employee of the month mm-hmm. and right next to it, that lawyer's skull. Yes. <laughs> so if you are too good at lawyering, they do remove your skull uh, and you are the employee of the month. You do get to come back as a lich, though. Mm-hmm. The rest of the building is built out of a really lovely peach-colored, like stand, sandstone brick. Oh, lovely! It looks great with the skulls, actually. Like <laughs> really you wanna not like it. It looks like very intimidating. But I, I think there are actually a few very well tended to uh, green trees that have like perfectly circular tops to them. So there's very thin trees, perfectly circular tops that line the outside of this building uh, with these very ornately done skull piles. And this beautiful peach sandstone brick, it's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Mm. It goes. It would go really well with my flowers. As you walk into the Lawyer's Guild, uh, there's a sorioid at the desk and you can see a bunch of sorioids like scooting back and forth around you. They're all in business suit tubes because they are snakes. Uh, they, I guess they do have those little arms. So those little I want to point out that I am. I do not wear clothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but these snakes all do wear power mm-hmm. suits. And I mean power suits with big old shoulder pads mm-hmm. on them. Uh, and they're zipping that, back That and extend forth. almost to the end of their hands. Oh, yes. Just barely in front of their hands. Uh, so there are these snakes in power suits scooting around in their wheelchairs um, with, you know, files uh, like hanging from their tiny arms. Uh, and... Some of them have like little gold rimmed spectacles on. Um, <clears throat> there is a secretary uh, snake person who has like a big uh, beehive haircut wig on uh, who is filing the nails of their tiny snake arm. <laughs> Excuse me. Oh, hello. Hi. 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 Um, we need some help. Okay. Do you Uh, have an appointment? Yes, we do. With Bill Fofferson. Bill Fofferson? Yes. Okay, I'll buzz you up. She has to lean her entire body down to get her tiny hand down to this buzzing thing. And like, I think you can see a bunch of mechanical levers and gears behind her because this is still a gas lantern world where gunpowder has just been... Uh, invented uh, and it does like open up a steam pipe uh, to a little tiny whistle that makes a tiny toot uh, (laughs) and you are led over to an elevator where you are taken upstairs and there's a long hallway with uh, two tremendously large oak doors with uh, the gold letters uh, emblazoned on them Bob Fofferson Esquire Okay, guys, just act cool. I don't know this person. I just saw his name on the outside of the building. He seemed like the guy to go to. So I've Um, just found that in life, if you walk through it with a performer's attitude where you just, you know you can do it, I think we're going to be just fine. What could possibly go wrong? I'm going to wait out here. I knock with my tiny hand on the door and to do it I kind of have to like swing my whole body. <laughs> so yeah, um 
the door creaks open and you can see inside it is a dark shadowy room uh that appears to have a lot of uh taxidermy adorning the walls and i start to slither in and i can see the silhouette of bob fofferson sitting in his chair Mm -hmm. and i have to think quickly and i decide to use my level two ability fluttering tune so um I lean over and whisper a magical lullaby into his ear, and my enchanting words are able to bend the will of any listener. Great. I'm going to flip a coin real quick. So you're rolling your magic for this? Yes. A lot of magic. I'm very magical. And what are you trying to do as you whisper into this person's ear? I'm trying to convince Bob Fofferson to be our lawyer. So I got five O's. Five O's. Okay. Uh, So you enter this dark room and the chair uh, spins around and you see this very fat snake person. Um, Like I think they've got some like a little bit of neck overhanging on their power suit. Um, It's like a very jowly. They're also old. So absolute unit. Yeah. This this snake person like you can tell they, they don't get around much but they're sitting in this big high back leather chair and they've whirled around and going what's this uh and you start doing this dance i lean in and i'm just kind of slowly slinking into the room going back and forth and up to his desk and i slowly bend down in his ear and i go mr fatherson you're going to be our lawyer Heroes, it's James, your game master. Welcome to the mid-roll. This is like the fifth time I've recorded this because I'm still not good at this whole mid-roll thing. But I am excited because we've got something new to bring you in the mid-roll, and that is our first advertisement. This one was purchased by Tabletop Squadron. Tabletop Squadron is a Star Wars actual play podcast that uses Fantasy Flight's Edge of the Empire system. It follows the adventures of a bounty hunter, a politician, a slicer, and a thief as they navigate the galaxy and try to stay under the Empire's radar. Now, if you're like me and you've been missing some of the Star Wars-related hijinks on campaign, Tabletop Squadron is going to be a great substitute. And you can get acquainted with the game and all of the characters over at tabletopsquadron.com starter for a 101 starter page that includes show recaps and frequently asked questions. If that's not enough, you can talk to the Tabletop Squad on Twitter over at over at, at tabletop underscore squad. Just a warning, though, they will not apologize for any artwork of Thrawn in a velour tracksuit that you might see. Tabletop Squadron comes out with new episodes every Thursday. You can find them on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and wherever else you find your podcasts. A huge thanks to Tabletop Squadron for supporting us. If you'd like to put a personal or professional message in the mid-roll of One Shot or Campaign, head over to OneShotPodcast.com, click Contact Us, and then Radvertise. It's easy to book a slot, just like the one you've just heard, on the date that you want to hear it. Before we get back to the show, I want to take a quick moment and thank some of our backers on Patreon. V. Ho, thank you so much. Nicholas Frankart, thank you so much. Leroy Crouch, thank you. Thomas Gordonier, thank you very much. Kyle Smith, thank you. Brendan Lax, thank you so much. Lloyd, thank you so much. Christopher Yothmant, thank you. 
Stephen Meeker, thank you very much. Anthony Thibaut, thank you. Sterling, thank you very much. Hannah Grivius, thank you. Frank Redding, thank you so much. Casey Weingarten, thank you. Patrick Mikolazak, thank you. Noah Harbutt, thank you so much. Michael Sepcott, thank you very much. Dread Singles, thank you so much, Jordan. Uh, Jordan runs a very fun Twitter account and also makes some of my favorite nerdy t-shirts. David Powell, thank you so much. Jams Wilkinson, thank you. Christian Smith, thank you so much. Samuel Gerster, thank you. Jojo Rice, thank you very much. Noah Schoenholtz, thank you so much. Matthew McLeod, thank you. And John Nelson, thank you so much. Thanks again to everyone who supports the network through Patreon and everyone who's going to join up during the 2018 Patreon drive. I really want to do things like bring campaign back to a weekly schedule, and I can only do that with your help. Seriously, if you like listening to one-shot programs, please consider becoming a patron. And with all of that out of the way, let's get back to the show. Um, and he, he blinks. I'm going to be your lawyer. I... I must admit, uh, uh, young young person, uh, you, you've impressed me. Uh, most people don't come in here doing an elaborate musical number, but uh, you, you and your friends have. Please, uh, have a seat. Now, as you know, I'm a very important and picky lawyer with, uh, with my cases and clients that I take on. Uh, but explain to me how Bob Fofferson could help you. We're in a bit of a pickle. Mm -hmm. Um, There was an incident at a union meeting. Mm. We tried to help a man who was choking on an hors d'oeuvre. Well, that's honorable of you. You would think, right? Uh, And because of that and uh, the ensuing incident that happened, uh, they they want to fine us. And and to be honest, we don't make enough money. fine? Indeed. Ah, yes. It must be our terrible good Samaritan laws that we have. That's exactly They make no sense. They're unjust. Probably unconstitutional. You know what? Mm-hmm. I That's think what actually, the police yeah. officer so said. Right. Yeah, Do you think you can help us uh, get rid of this? Well, I could, but I can't lawyer anymore. My heart is broken. By who? By my late wife, Petunia. Uh, a beautiful name. The, a, a light pops on and there's a big portrait of a snake lady on the wall who looks uh, to be of a similar build of Bob, but she has like a gigantic uh, powdered wig on. She's got like a mole put on her cheek Mm -hmm. and she's just like standing in a very regal dress. Oh, a beautiful woman. She died four months ago and I can't move my heart to, to return to my first love. Law. Mr. Fofferson, is there anything that we can do? <laughs> well, unless you three intrepid adventurers with unique and unusual backgrounds could somehow come together and mend a broken heart, I don't see how you could. Wait. Challenge accepted. <laughs> that seems like just the thing for us. What a weird coincidence. What a, what a wacky coincidence. That sounds like something we might be able to I do. I was thinking this whole time that we were brought together to do 
some kind of law and order type adventure. Aside from killing a man. But it appears as though we should go and mend this man's heart. Are we all in? We're in. We all put our hands in. Oh, and again, God. everything's really close to my face. <laughs> mm-hmm. and on three. And and I need to clarify one thing, because we've talked about people putting their hands in a lot of this. David, we did confirm that you don't have hands. So what goes in instead of hands? Well, I was going to put my, my wing in, but I'm just freaked out by her tiny, tiny arms. I would be too. <laughs> wow. A lot, of, a lot of creaturism going on. I do it anyway. I'm like, ah, yeah, in. I I slide my tiny hand up and down his feathers because they're soft. <laughs> I feel like you can see the ruffle like move throughout his body. It's just like all the feathers. Uh, shake and shiver a little bit. A little uh, hand with a geode, like a long arm with a geode at the end, and it's got little crystals that sprout off of it that are the fingers kind of tentatively reaches in. Does a touch. Uh, so we transition from there into the next scene, and I believe you are level three now. You have, oh. You've reached your, your maximum potential. How does your group intend to mend the heart of this widowed lawyer? I think we have to find him a new love. I have an idea. Okay. So the, earlier when we were supposed to pay off this insane amount of money, I an ad- idea popped into the back of my head. We could still do it. We could do a cafe EU. AU. Uh, I have this ability like to create cafe EU, which is a- European <laughs> Union. Yeah, that's not. I, don't I serve have tea because Britain's not allowed anymore. Sure. <laughs> uh, I have this ability called Fruity Feast, mm. so I could produce fruit that it says that I can use it to recover from a nasty fight because it's healing, or win the village pie competition, which Ooh. infers baking Mm -hmm. so we could maybe open a bakery that he would go to and then lock eyes with someone across the room so we need to throw like a mixer we should yeah we could throw a party and we could cook for so a bakery based mixer (laughs) is what i'm getting yeah and we have to find i'm just we have to find like contenders we We can't just have random people so that's we have to find out the the traits that bob fofferson would be into and bring them to our bakery well, since you guys are currently, uh, you violated the law and they're, they're going after garnishing your wages. Uh, so in order to pull this off, it also sounds like you're going to need some new identities and licensure. Uh, so what I think I need from each of you, uh, Mel, I need you to open this. I need to know how you open this bakery and uh, manage to build up a reputation. So you're going to found and make successful a small business. Faith, I need you to gather contenders for this mixer. I need you to scout out people that might be a good match for Bob Fofferson. And David, yes. May I help her real fast first? Oh, sure. Do we have a space you're thinking of for the bakery? Do you know one, an open space in town? Like an empty lot, perhaps? Yeah. I mean, there's a recently destroyed rec center. Wonderful. Uh, In that spot, Mm -hmm. I'm going to use my mountain maker magic. We're level three, you said, right? Yes, you are level three. Where I can reach down to the ground, eat a handful of dirt, manipulate the earth around me into whatever shape I desire, and turn it into a storefront. This rules. (laughs) (laughs) So we we open on an empty lot. Uh, 
that uh, we can see the former rec center uh, is built on. Like there are giant holes in the wall now. There's a big sign on cro- uh, in front of it that says "condemned due to tree." Uh, <laughs> you can see the windows are broken. It looks like it has aged sixty years. It did just happen yesterday. Uh, so time moves fast. The world comes at you fast. Would it help if I burn that down first and then build this up in its ashes? Or should I just build I it think around? That them? Sounds like fun, yeah. Should yeah, I do I that first? Can I do two things? things? Yeah, yeah. So, let's so have a first, let's let's uh, so get first. I'm using my brickstone breath. This is going to be easy. So I just need to see one success on this. Oh. Okay, this I suck in a deep breath of air and blow out a gust of white hot flames <laughs> at the previous uh, rec center. Although, is anyone inside? Good, we're good to go. Just murderers. <laughs> oh, we're perfect. fine. No, we're good. There's at least one. <laughs> so the fire does not catch the entire city on fire. Uh, it, uh, it engulfs the rec center in flames. Uh, you can hear uh, the screams of murderers from the inside. <laughs> I love the smell of murderers <laughs> baking in the morning. Uh, but in in a couple seconds, due to the just super hot flames uh, that have gouted out of you, it is reduced to ash and you have nothing but an empty field in front of you. Great. I'm going to grab some of that dirt in front of me and eat it. Go with me on this. It takes 13 minutes of him chewing on this dirt before <laughs> the ability chewed. works. It's the worst ASMR I've ever and heard. And this is, this is, is this your first time doing this? I've read a lot about it. Yeah, so it's his first time going through it. He's not handling it well. And uh, I think he comes close to throwing up three or four times. To be fair, it's because I'm looking at her arms. <laughs> can, I, can I request some flower pots out front? Sure. Awesome. And because um, birds' mouths aren't super moist, we just hear grainy, crunchy <laughs> sounds <laughs> as this happens. Sorry about that. For 13 oh, full minutes. God. It sounds like if you poured gravel into a garbage disposal. <laughs> That's part of it. Just go with it. <laughs> All right. Flip those coins. That's six successes. Okay. So this was going to be a hard task, uh, which is something uh, super, like, superhuman. And hard tasks in this game are uh, capped at seven or more heads up uh, you need. But uh, instead of you just failing this, I'm going to say, you do it. There's just a flaw. No flower pots? No roof. Damn it. (laughs) Oh, no roof. (laughs) Yeah, it's a completely open air concept. Um, Great. That I meant to do with. that. But please, please describe what the, what the uh, facade of this cafe looks like. Well, built into it is the sign that said the Mended Hearts Cafe. Yes, mm-hmm. the Mended Hearts Cafe. It has cafe. two beautiful openings for windows in the front, mm-hmm. uh, a bunch of nice tables as well. And they're kind of it's kind of like a Provence French style mm-hmm. with like big open windows with like little detailings on all of like mm-hmm. the the doors and panelings. Lots of like um like curly swoops everywhere. Ooh, and about six or seven vaguely mangled flower pots cuz I tried. For, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. Um I think that 
there there's obviously plenty of space like a brick uh, patio mm-hmm. where we can set up tables and chairs and there is an amazing uh, space for a kitchen and a large brick oven for us to bake in. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's good. Um, I think uh, there's also a basement, and that is a full-on 13,000-square-foot labyrinth uh, of mind-bending deadly traps. <laughs> So that's sort of like another flaw that's also (laughs) in the design. You don't really have to deal with the basement that much. And you pretty much just use the first room of that labyrinth. But if you do go beyond the threshold, your will and spirit will be tested in a soul-crushing labyrinth that seems never-ending. But it is just 13,000 square feet. So um, I, with my tiny little arms on a scrap of paper, scribble down a note and put it on the door to the labyrinth. And it just says, not a bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, So so we've got our first touch on that. Uh, I want to cut over to uh, Snakey Snake. Uh, Snakey Snake... Uh, is trying to figure out how to get the proper candidates uh, to mend this broken heart at this mixer. What are you doing to do that? So I've met up with uh, a couple of my uh, fellow performance art friends, and we met with Bob earlier to find out. I do want to, uh, so that we don't cut out everybody else. You say your fellow performance artist friends. I I think you were the only performance artist at that farm. You are the only performance artist in the city. So you just call these two (laughs) because they're your friends. Hey, you wanted something? (laughs) What's up? So, I'm... I am so excited that you guys came over because we are about to embark on the experience of a lifetime. I met with Bob earlier and he told me his three favorite qualities in a partner. Hmm. And they are baking ability. Must be able to bake. They must be studious in their finances. And... Have a three-foot vertical leap. And I'm not willing to budge on that one. And do I know that most vertical leaps range between 7 and 12 inches? Absolutely. (laughs) Three-foot vertical leap, not going to budge on that, even a little bit. Got to be good at bake, studios and finances, and jump real high. So I have my tiny arms on my my. So it's hips. like on that, babe. <laughs> I'm my little tiny arms on my hips, like we're about to get down to business, because I'm very excited. You guys, so what are you wearing? No outfit, still. Oh, uh, correct. Okay, and you just created this whole Yoko Ono persona for your character, and you don't have Yoko's, you know, amazing fashion sense, and that's sort of Yoko does have an amazing fashion fashion sense, but she also spent a, a lot of her career in the nude. I'm learning things about Yoko Ono. I actually love Yoko Ono and have read three of her books and at least two biographies about her. Who knew Yoko Ono was so popular among snicky snakes? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, you've got you've got your your I've, I'm I'm in my arms. I'm in my power stance. <laughs> <laughs> and um 
Uh, shoot. Pecky? Plucky. 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 Sorry. Pecky. You, call, you called in your closest friends and you forgot my name? Not a good start, <laughs> so, buddy. So, <laughs> Plucky is um like sitting there listening to me talk, but just making full eye contact with my little arms mm-hmm. on my hips. I'm very excited. So, you guys, now that we know what he wants, this is going to be so easy. Is it? So... <laughs> <laughs> I think our best bet to find someone for him is to go to the local track meet. It's not a bad idea. Wouldn't they be a little young for him? Well, as you know, in this village, the whole town participates in the track meets. Oh. Of course. I think our best bet... It's compulsory. It's a bad law. (laughs) It sounds unconstitutional, but we do have to follow it. Everybody's going to be at the track meet. Remind me to run for office when this is all done. (laughs) I have some opinions on the laws. I think that we start with the pole vaulters. Now, when he said they have a vertical leap, does does that include assistance via poles? Or does it have to just be from a dead stop? I mean, he didn't specify. So there's, there's other events... The, the high jump. Ooh, the oh, the high the jump. One. Yeah, that's the and, one. And the long jump would probably yep. be pretty So good. we're looking for somebody. But he wants vertical leap, not there's length. There's also where you run over the, the hurdles. Those are a little lo- low to the ground, though, aren't they? No. For six foot. Do you want to... He, he wanted a three foot vertical leap? He wanted feet. a three, three foot feet. vertical leap. And that's approximately how high... At least the men's hurdles are. True. And okay, you know what? Fair. He, he didn't specify a, a creature type that he preferred. Does, does he care about genders? Uh, mm, no, say, he, he seemed very open. open. So Is we're looking for baking ability, <laughs> studious in finances, jump real high. <laughs> okay, here's what I'm proposing then, guys. We go to the track meet early. We see who's arriving. Make sure somebody is arriving is dressed very well. Or expensive clothing or items or transportation. We watch them compete. We invite all of them back to the bakery and tell them we're having a bit of a competition to see who can bake the best. Uh, maybe I well, should yeah, go... after they prove that they can do the three. I should probably job. start baking, though, shouldn't I? Well, we need them to bake, though. I know, but what if... But also, what if you're I... trying to open a small business. Yeah. So. That's true. She's got to create the buzz about the place, too. People mm-hmm. need to hear that so it's good. So maybe it could be a, a post-track meet party at That's nice. the bakery. We, and then at a certain point, we just have to get them to bake. But yeah, we just watch so, expensive people show up, and then only the people who can jump more than three feet, we invite yeah. to this after party. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thinking about the, the people in our town... I, you know, I, I'm not sure a humanoid would would really be able to do that. I mean, we'll keep our eyes out. They might, but I, the the uh, wingoid people should really be able to handle that <laughs> three foot vertical leap real easily. They can't just fly. <laughs> I mean, we were kind of disqualified from the high jump because of the wings. Okay. Unfortunately, well then we cut we I cut suggest- to the past where. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody just does a high jump and then the wingoid takes off and just flies and like you can see the judges watching as they disappear off to the sun. We can't do this again, can we? We can't. That was we my can't. uncle. It devastated him actually. <laughs> well, then my next suggestion would be an insectoid because insectis insectoids. Have well, insectoid ins- maybe. In, in, yep, insectoid. that's what I wanted to say. Insectoid. <laughs> they they have. 
like like those crickety legs that they can oh, jump real yeah, high. They're, nice. they're good That's yeah, they're got to have mm-hmm. a three-foot vertical leap nice and easy. I mean, we could just watch the the meat and just measure. All right, fine. I just don't want to be, I don't know, creaturist. I'm trying to learn. I, I'm endeared by this, so I reach out my hand and I and I stroke the side of his oh face. God, and your just, face has and to just, get real close to him still. <laughs> and, and pinch his chin. I'm like, and, I'm so proud of your growth. And as the evolved bird that I'm becoming, I hold in any gag reflex <laughs> and smile as much as my beak will allow. Which is Which not is at all. <laughs> I, I would like to mention that wherever Willow goes, they have a tendency to start placing little plants like on walls or in the floor Ooh, or like just that. like they just have a, an abundance of seeds. And they say, that's a blank space over there and just start pressing seeds and little flowers pop out. Perfect. Okay. So should we head off to the track meet? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're at the track meet. Um, the entire city is there as they are legally compelled to do. <laughs> everyone has like a number on them because literally everyone <laughs> is legally compelled to not just attend, but participate in some event. So y'all uh, spend most of your time looking at uh, the high jump and the long jump. And I'm going to say there are three uh, potential candidates uh, that you find here. And I'm going to have each of you explain one of them. Uh we should also do our event, right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so please tell me what your event is and who you find as a candidate. I do the shot put. Great. Because I'm a rock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and rocks naturally throw heavy balls. Sure. I, I need to know how I did in my event. Yes. I, I'd like to I do a strength too, check. I need that too, so please do a strength check. And that's not plus anything. It's just a normal That's just a normal strength. everyday strength. Oh, I won. Damn, you did win. You get a medal. Yes, (laughs) I got the gold medal and And, I'm going to wear it. And I think from the top of your podium, you are sort of like looking out over the crowd and you see your candidate. You know what? It's a crustaceanoid. Mm. And it's, it's a tall, lanky crustacean. Um... Competing in the long jump, but you know you have to get a certain amount of height on the long jump to be able to get the distance. They've got like six legs, yeah, that they're dealing with. So you see, the first two legs push off, and then the second two legs push (laughs) off, and then the third set of legs push off, and they're just sailing. And I said, "That's my bug." Yeah, and I think they're like a beautiful mantis shrimp. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely, so they just got a very colorful body as they sail gracefully in this long jump, and very fashionable shorts. Extremely fashionable shorts. They're custom-made shorts for all six legs. I really okay. So each set of legs has its own shorts. Yes, great. Absolutely. All right, Faith. Uh, what is your uh, first of all activity that you do? What what event do you participate in? Well, snakey snakes, absolute favorite sport in the world is. Throwing the discus. Okay. Gonna be hard with your tiny little arms, huh? But Snakey Snake loves throwing the discus, and despite my tiny little arms, I have 
a way of shutting out some of the competition. <laughs> so I throw my discus. Doesn't go super duper far. No, your discus but... goes less than a foot. It's sort of you hold it, you throw it with your tiny arm, and it drops six inches. It is a record low scoring. It, it, immediately after my turn, mm-hmm. I decide to use the rain dance, and I dance something I learned from a roaming mystic, bringing down a monstrous downpour from the heavens. <laughs> All my competitors are swept away. Okay, please, please uh, flip this for us. <laughs> Six, I believe. Six O's. A tremendous superstorm picks up, <laughs> and just in your area of the competition, just over the discus throwing, it is like huge belts of rain like each drop of water is like a a glass of water falls from the sky it's it rains so intensely that most of the competition is completely shut out and you get a silver medal (sighs) Uh, discus fans are very disappointed (laughs) (laughs) so who is your candidate that you see then as I'm celebrating up on the podium and enjoying my life, I look out and I see an insectoid. Um, he's got these great, strong legs with a big, like... It's, um, it's a slow panning shot moving up from the bottom of his legs. Just up. the calves are... Yeah. He's all calf. Um, he's got these really strong legs. And also, I'm watching him watch the competition. And he just seems like... He's really calculating what he's going to do. And he's very thoughtful about the things that he does. Mm. And um, he has a lovely blue cape on. I like it. And David, what what competition do do you participate in? Well, as wingoids are disqualified from a lot of competitions, something I (laughs) will be addressing in my run. uh, Please vote for me next year. Um, I'm only really able to bowl. Uh, I'm actually uh, the newly acquired sport for, of the for track town, and field. <laughs> for track yeah. and field. Um, I'm not quite good at it, but uh, it's it's one of the few I can do, and I have to do something mm-hmm. per the Legally, law. Legally, yeah. <laughs> Legally, you do. Um, uh, there's a big like track and field poster on the wall that just says <laughs> it's the law. Uh, please make a strength check for me. Yeah, assuming this will not go well. Well. Could have been worse. That's two O's. Two O's. Okay. Um, I am going to say in this situation, because we got to show off this mechanic at some point, I'm going to say you get injured. Okay. Uh, what happens? You're rolling these tremendously large bowling balls, and one of your legs gets stuck in the socket, and you kind of roll with the ball cartoonishly <laughs> down to the end of the lane, uh, which means you lose one of your strength tokens. If you lose all of them, you die. This is why I hate bowling. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I think you you roll to the end. Uh, There's another another, uh, wingoid at the end there who like like goes to see you. It's a living. Um, And he sort of like pulls you out. Uh, But you did knock over all the pins. Oh. Uh, And you did win the gold medal. Yes. (laughs) So from the top of your podium, uh, what what who do you see as your candidate? Well, I'm celebrating beyond belief because mm-hmm. I, I just didn't expect this to go so well. I'm limping, but it's wonderful. Yes. Um, and as I gaze out, flaps up, 
Um, I see a, a blobby amorphous creature, almost dripping ooze, mm-hmm. kind of like a gross princess bubblegum, <laughs> out in the stands. There's a slime princess. Ah, there. Oh, maybe it's the slime princess. Uh-huh. Is that the slime princess I see? Well, Is that yeah. the very same slime princess? <laughs> Probably not the one that's the licensed character from ah, the popular got it, got television it. show Adventure Time, but but must there, be a similar blobby creature. There's a yeah, there's a blobby, slimy sort of muck out there, and I can see that it's, it's clearly creeping out everyone around it, speaking through its um its talk box and its weird guttural sounds. <laughs> but in my mind, I'm like. That's the one. Yeah, I think I think what happens uh, is like that person is watching uh, the 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 track meet with like some opera glasses, like they're looking on at the field, and uh, somebody selling popcorn behind them like bumps them and they jump three feet straight up into the air in utter surprise. And I happen to notice their talk box, since I know all nucleoids have them, mm-hmm. is glittery golden diamond. So I'm like, that one's got money. Great. Uh, so you've identified your three candidates. That's phase one. Uh, the track meet has ended. That's this week's track meet. You have until next week to make your small business it's a success. It's a weekly track meet. <laughs> You're legally compelled to participate in. This is horrible. Some people take it more seriously than others. Why did I move to this town? <laughs> You oh. can't leave. Um, so we, we all right. So we so have got a week one week to make a successful small business. Create okay, okay. Uh, I guess I should try to do the fruity feast where I create a ton of delicious food. Mm-hmm. Um, that is level two magic. So that's going to be my orange. Yeah. And it says plus four, so I add four. You add four, yep. There should be like a mixing. When they fall, they bounce a lot. They do. Oh, that looks pretty good. I got yeah, that's good. Five O's. Uh, Six six. O's. Uh, So I think, yeah, you uh, summon up from the earth all sorts of wild exotic fruits. I think mm. some new fruits are spontaneously generated in this. Like there's things that people have never seen before. Uh, it's a magnificent bounty that you have in front of you. And and like this is part of your baking thing, right? Mm-hmm. So you get to work. The food at this place is delicious. But food is only one element of a successful restaurant there are other elements of the successful restaurant we need atmosphere and marketing so i think to provide atmosphere uh we need to look no further than snacky snake <laughs> snack a snack will handle this all right what is what are you doing for atmosphere snacky snack is making everything candle lit and lit from the stars and sky because remember we do not have a roof. We do not have a roof. <laughs> yes. That was that was like one of two drawbacks or three drawbacks about the place. You don't have a roof. Your flower vases are a little fucked up, and there is a magnificent death labyrinth. <laughs> I would like to remind you, I've I've made the best of those flower vases, almost mm-hmm. like the ruins were intentional. They look beautiful. There's flowers spilling out. Yeah, I mean they. 
like people do look at the vase and go, that's a messed up vase. Uh, but the flowers coming out of them are beautiful. So it's, it's more of a performance piece than like an actual functional vase. That is something that Snacky Snake has assured you. We have a little stage sort of area in the corner where I um, have lined up uh, six local bands to play on each night during the week. At once? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Each so we'll have something. Six bands. So we'll have something for everyone. <laughs> Great. And I will also dance to the music played by the bands. I love this. Uh, I'm going to need a flip from you. Um, I think this is a smarts flip. You get pretty mixed reviews. As far as atmosphere, (laughs) really love Eating by the Stars. The candlelit layout makes it cozy, but the open roof concept uh, really lends a a vastness to it. The cacophony of musical death that surrounds me is very confusing. Six different bands from very different musical traditions and genres all playing at the same time isn't the best but I've also had worse experiences. Uh, what about my dancing? Dancing, I, I think, thank goodness the dancer does seem to weave those performances together into something passable. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so I think like, if we're looking at this as a Yelp rating, we've got five stars for the food. We've got three stars for the atmosphere. Now it's just up to the marketing to pull people in. So I'm going to... How big is our town? I forget. I'm going to say 50,000 people. (laughs) (laughs) And they all have to participate in this. (laughs) Did we we personally invite the three candidates that we chose? Uh, So, I mean, you... You will like so so you you, you will after Got next it. week's track meet. The the challenge is after a successful track meet, everybody has to go out to brunch, and there are a lot of competing brunch places. So that's that's also part of the law. Yeah, is that everyone has to go to <laughs> brunch. Post track meet brunch, guys. Post track meet brunch. It seems unconstitutional, but <laughs> it's it seems very illegal. But what are you gonna do? But it is the law. Uh, well, I'm going to go into the outskirts of town and uh, cast a lot of waterfalls, trying to flood the town towards our stone bakery as a place to escape and then experience the wonders. Okay. Thereby forcing them to smell the smells, hear the horror music, and see the beautiful dancing. And once they've tried it, I know they'll love it. So you just physically want to channel people in. So you yes. are this, unlike Moses parting the, <laughs> the sea, uh, this is you channeling large blocks of flood to yes. guide people towards to the, the restaurant. So there are going to be people running from walls of water <laughs> for their lives until they get to the cafe where the water suddenly stops. And my hope is they'll turn the corner and go, oh my God, what's this place? I'm so hungry. Have you ever seen this place before? What Running lovely makes me... atmosphere. Didn't Running this makes used me to be so a rec hungry. center? Mm-hmm. Isn't this where they sent that murderer? <laughs> this is where the murderer used to live. <laughs> 
Should, should I roll? For yes, it? please. Uh, twist. Please. Tw- flip for it. I mean, sorry. Yeah, you flip gotta flip for it. How many times do I have to do this? Just once? I think just once. I'm just looking for the general, how did this marketing strategy work out for you? Not bad. Four. Four. Okay. So that's a medium success. I mean, it's a good idea. The challenge is there are a lot of restaurants that promote themselves this way. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Another wall of water. Close the doors. Seal the windows again. It was just last week that that necromancer raised that bone hoard from the ground (laughs) to drive people into his coffee shop. And it's like, we get it. You (laughs) opened a new business. Uh, So, yeah. uh, I think you've got like, there's a moderate buzz about this place. Overall, uh, four and a half stars on your first week. Um, it's pretty good. You're doing pretty good. And also, you've boxed out your competition from, from getting any live music. You're the only place offering live music because <laughs> all six bands. local bands <laughs> are performing at the same time at your place. Every night. Every night. Every- so the things that we needed from you, we needed a successful small business. We, we needed you to identify candidates. Oh, the last thing sort of got interrupted, and I don't remember it anyway, so that's fine. Uh, so it seems like you've got everything in place to stage this meet-cute between your lawyer and their potential new love to mend their broken heart. Uh, so was it Bob Fosserman? Bob, yeah, sure. Fosserman, we'll say. Well, Fosserman. 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 No, Bob. Fosserman. So, Bob. Bob. (laughs) Hey, Bob. Boy, Bob uh, is reading a gilded invitation with his little snake arms uh, that uh, tells him to meet you three at uh, the cafe that has newly opened where the rec center and murderer hovel used to be. Um, he, of course, knows exactly where that is, and he sees for the first time the Mended Heart Cafe. Can you describe what this place looks like uh, that you've set it up to look like for this meet cute? So I, I think at this point, having been open for a week and actually like getting an income happening, we managed to pick it up a little bit, put a little more uh, love into the way it looks, the tables are nicer they have tablecloths we hung up fairy lights around the outside of the patio so it's it's not bright but it is lit well enough that people can see their menus and Mm -hmm. eat their the delicious food we bring them i over the last week have fostered some creeping vines to crisscross over the open top of the restaurant so there's a vine canopy above. there's a vine canopy it doesn't still see the stars absolutely it doesn't completely shut out the outdoors but it does add an accent to the room and it is somewhat domed so that um it it still gives you a, a feeling of a large airy space but i've also hung lights from that too so it's kind of like a twinkle room right now now sneaky snake uh I think he enters this very sort of intimate feeling, magical looking cafe 
and he's immediately like confronted with the main dining area, which obviously has six bespoke <laughs> performance spaces with six live bands <laughs> performing on them. What have you done uh, on this night uh, to make it special for this meet cute to make it perfect? Well, tonight um, I've had the bands form a super band. So <laughs> they've all for one night only joined together with all of the musical all of the various musical traditions and styles yep <laughs> to and this town does only have six bands that is something <laughs> that i made canon a little bit ago so fifty thousand people only got only, six bands yeah and so they've actually written a three hour long um rock opera rock opera for the <laughs> night <laughs> <laughs> And um, it it celebrates musical traditions from th- things like Mozart classical music mm-hmm. to uh, trap music. Ooh. Um, mm. The the bass is dropped throughout the evening at expected and unexpected, unexpected places. Times, yeah, there there are some times where there'll be this like classical uh, medley. It's it's very sweet and nice and light in the background, and all of a sudden. <laughs> Some dubstep breaks through the door and just like, what's up, idiots? Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> and then, you know, sometimes there's like some country, someone singing about their dog. Mm-hmm. It's people are saying that it rivals Hamilton. So wow. great. Um, and as we all know, Hamilton in this universe was a sentient musical that sort of sprung to life and would go door to door knocking on people's doors and performing itself at them. (laughs) Many people died, but those who lived said they really enjoyed the performance. (laughs) It was impossible to get tickets after a while. (laughs) Of course, tonight, there has to be a perfect logistical plan to make meeting these people feel natural. And that's something that I I don't think uh, you could trust anyone else with given who your comrades are no um yeah i i've, I've set up uh <laughs> wow I, I, well you guys have your wonderful specialties i wouldn't dare he ask seems you to... stressed <laughs> out so i um offer to give him a shoulder massage so as he figures out this plan yeah we're, we're in the I'm... past he's like <laughs> leaning over a planning table there's a huge pile of crumpled up pieces of paper with with discarded plans on him he's got sweat pouring from his feathers and then there's these <laughs> And she's really close because of it. She's hovering over me. Literally just on his back. Like my naked flesh to flesh. Your head just kind of sits on top of his. But it's nice because of the hurt foot. I can actually use the wheelchair to get around. And and my every once in a while, as I breathe, my my little flickery tongue just flickers down in front of his eyes. Wonderful. Thank you. (laughs) Um, Well, I've planned uh, this little. Uh, what would you call it this gimmick that we have where we put up a sign and we say if you bake the best pie that night you eat for free and also just to put it i've also done a little backup plan underneath your not a bathroom sign i've put a little try your hand at the gauntlet ten thousand gold pay up front just to see if we can maybe just, hey, but, extra, just in case, just in case it doesn't maybe work get out. enough to get us out of this bind. That's in the first a good place. idea. <laughs> People go in, they give me the gold. Oh, no oh. one's come out yet. No one's come out. <laughs> Gauntlet slash escape room. Esca- yeah. Escape room. <laughs> it's just a bunch of white humanoids. God, I love it. I really love it. <laughs> 
They put a oh. lot of work into those props. I really love it. <laughs> is it linear or non-linear in a puzzle? I don't know. <laughs> Bob enters and he sees people all around at the various tables working to bake their own pies using the exotic and rare fruits uh, Willow has grown for this place. So uh, Willow is walking around the dining area, uh, going to these various tables and looking over people and their progress in these various uh, I think Willow is also like explaining some of the various more exotic fruits and they're like they're flavor complex and how best to use them mm-hmm. just give, giving people ideas and encouraging them and showing them how to do things i think a waiter walks up to bob and hands him an apron and he's placed at a table with the three candidates three romance candidates uh that you've had i am going to need uh there, there are three elemental things that that make up a person in this world and as we all know those are a smart's magic and strength and so i am going to need you each to decide who among you is going to flip for each of those to decide how this love scheme works out and no bonuses right just the base no bonuses you're just using your base thing i have five smarts and five uh sorry magic i have five smarts and five magic as well so we can each take one of those then i will roll the strength because i have five strengths sounds Great. good which one do you want um, I'll take magic. That's or smarts. Oh, okay. Sorry. Y'all. <laughs> oh boy. That's unfortunate. <laughs> what does this mean? <laughs> across the board it's so bad you guys it's so bad was it to determine which one of the people we described or what are we trying to do i was uh this whole evening i i like it is about uh trying to find the perfect match for bob and i was uh sort of identifying which trait was going to be most important great because the things that we've identified uh, as important to Bob are baking ability, which to me there's there's some magic in baking. Uh, smarts, uh, which uh, you know they need to be uh, sensible in their finances, uh, so really they have to be very intelligent to keep track of their books. And a three foot vertical leap, which is obviously strength based. Uh, and your candidates have failed across the board. <laughs> Bob, instead of finding a new love to mend his broken heart, has instead realized that no one uh, will ever be able to even approach bringing him the joy and happiness uh, that his wife once brought him. And so he buries himself in his work? Before he, he leaves, up... can I make a suggestion? Sorry, mm. go ahead. I was going to say, maybe he's developed his own love for baking and he realizes he doesn't need someone to do it for him. Guys... I am the whiz. Okay. <laughs> Can I ask Bob something before he runs out and abandons? This? Yeah. So, so well, well, let's first take a look okay. at this night. Bob uh, works in at this table. Uh, these people prattle on about their small lives. They talk about the big, expensive purchases that they take on credit. 
uh, not through frugal saving or spending. Um, that's where the uh, talk box came from. They talk about how they got tremendously lucky in sporting events and were able to, uh, with the help of updrafts, breezes, and other uh, cheating methods to uh, make it appear that they could jump very, very high. And, of course, uh, they just make terrible tarts. Uh, like, despite Bob, who is very good at cooking and has a passion for baking, who makes a tremendous thing, they add salt to it. Uh, <laughs> they just ruin his good time that he was having at this very good cafe. Before, I'm so sorry that this didn't turn mm-hmm. out as we had hoped, but, you know, there is one competitor that you haven't even really met yet. She waited outside when we came in to see you that first time and is quite a good cook and probably will take one. Would you like to meet our friend Willow? What is this? Oh, hi. I think Bob uh, lays eyes on Willow. And And the beat drops in the background. Yeah. (laughs) 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 And it's a match made in heaven. The, The slightly iridescent quality of the crystals that grow out of Willow dazzle in Bob's eyes and we get a montage of romantic moments and dates that they share after this. It's great. Bob, uh, despite being an older gentleman, uh, is, is somebody that you found that you can talk to and really connect with on an emotional level. And he is quite taken with you. So we smash cut to Bob's office where the three of you are now sitting in front of Bob, who is gazing lovingly over at Willow. I believe there was a small issue of you wanting me to represent you so that we could uh, hopefully challenge this very bad law that's gotten you all in a bad financial scrape, right? Uh, Yes, please. Unfortunately, (laughs) because it would represent a conflict of interest, (laughs) as I am... Currently deeply in love with your friend Willow, I am unable to represent you, but I obviously want to see you all succeed in your case and wish you the best of luck. Could you recommend, perhaps, another lawyer to help us so our skulls do not end up on this building? Well, in... I think in the background, uh, your combination cafe escape room business has been doing exceptionally well. There are plenty of people who are willing to throw their money and lives away going into your 13,000 square foot murder maze. Since, um, since we opened, our town of 50,000 people has reduced to 45,000 people. Yeah. Which is an extraordinary amount of money, as it was 10,000 gold <laughs> per person. Which gives us 500,000 enough money to pay our. <laughs> and I think that's it. I think you've got the money from True that. love and commerce wins the day. Well, thank you all so much for playing with oh me. My God. On this one, uh, this is Flip Tales. Uh, the journey that you were supposed to go on was to steal gold from a king. Uh, oh. But I like what you did better. <laughs> this is on Kickstarter right now. So if you like very lighthearted role-playing games, this might be for you. It was fun and weird. Well, heroes, that's it for One Shot this week. But don't worry. We'll be back next week with the Crystal Heart 
a Savage Worlds adventure. In the meantime, if you want more great gaming shows, be sure to check out other OneShot Network programs, like System Mastery. System Mastery is a delightful stroll through the history of role-playing games. Except the games are terrible and the hosts are real jerks about everything. Join hosts Jeff and John as they explore the weirdest games ever made to talk about what worked, what went wrong, and which Silverhawk was the best. It was Hotwing. You can find their shows at SystemMasteryPodcast.com or through a link on the OneShot website. Finally. Coming up this week on the OneShot Twitch stream on Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Time, we have a new episode of Total Party Kill with John Patrick Cohen and his friends, Eddie Klinker and James Dugan. They most recently lost a game, and they've been talking about bringing the band back together, bringing their old Gloomhaven characters out of retirement for revenge on the dungeon that beat them. You won't want to miss it. Heroes, as always, we end one shot with a call to action, and this week, let's talk a little bit about prison reform. Top to bottom, the U.S. justice system is full of injustice, and there are frankly a lot of areas that need reform. One thing a lot of folks who have privilege overlook is the people who are already inside the prison system. Whether people have been put there for just reasons or not, they struggle against a lack of representation. And the only way we can change things is if people outside the prison system take notice and demand changes. Thankfully, you can be one of those people. A good first step to taking action on that is calling your representatives. If you want to make a call, I tend to use a site called fivecalls.org. That's the number five, calls.org. There, you can look up issues that are affecting the country, find contact information for your representatives, and scripts to read while you're on the phone to make sure your message gets across. As a bonus call to action, I'll also encourage one-shot heroes who happen to be in Wisconsin to demonstrate against the new slew of voter suppression tactics Republicans at the state level are taking in Wisconsin to try and secure their power and prevent fair elections. They've introduced a host of measures that they plan on voting on this Tuesday. It requires immediate action. If you have the opportunity to attend a protest, I highly encourage you to do it. Stay strong, heroes. As always, a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on Patreon. If you want to help us in a non-monetary way, the best thing you can do is tell a friend. You can also leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Every five-star review we get helps new people find the show. For the latest OneShot news, be sure to follow me on Twitter at OneShotRPG. Look us up on Facebook at Facebook.com slash OneShotPod, or look for news on the site at OneShotPodcast.com. If you want to inquire about ad rates, live appearances, commissioning episodes, or you have a general question or comment for the show, contact us at gamemaster at oneshotpodcast.com. OneShot is a production of the OneShot Podcast Network in association with Paracosm Press. Paracosm Press is a Chicago-based tabletop games publisher. You can find more information at paracosmpress.com. Finally, that music, which is right now swelling up over my voice, is Adventure by Be Your Own Pet, courtesy of Infinity Cat Records. See you next time, heroes. Heroes.